meeting will come to order. The Legion of Doom is now in session. In a short while, the super... Uh, yes, Brainiac. I was wondering, Luthor, if I could perhaps get a pair what of... What we need uh, are a few items to help us in our perfect plan to stop the super friends. Cheetah, you have razor-sharp claws. Brainiac, your mind games are deadly. Scarecrow, you're, you're, you're made of straw. What more do you need? How about utility belt? What? Batman and Robin have them. Solomon Grundy want one, too. With utility belt, Bizarro will crush the super friends. Crush them! I want a magic lasso, Lex. Can I get a seahorse? I demand more toys! Oh, enough of this! What do I look like, Santa Claus? We're wasting valuable time. Right now, my dream reverberator is changing the super friends into our slaves. Uh, excuse me. Brainiac, what is it? Look, I just want some pants. A decent pair of pants. <laughs> Solomon Grundy want pants too. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is an auspicious day. It is, in fact, a red-letter day. Today marks the dawning of a new episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. A constant barrage of eye-opening conspiracies and ad-libbed innuendo. Featuring Parker. If at first you don't succeed, keep on sucking till you do succeed. <laughs> and Chris. On the streets, he's known as a jackass. Two premier content creators promoting the healthiest brand integrity in the world. Tell them what they've won, Spider. The way I see it, this should be a very dynamite show. Welcome to another episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. My name is Chris. With me, as always, is Parker. And we just DC watched a... has done it again, baby. Oh, well... We are back in cinemas for the reunion. Hey, Real Deal No Sex Appeal is all in for the Justice League. Yeah, we have decided to come together right now over me to watch another DC movie. It's like I can't get away from this awful company and their awful products. So, I have to admit, this is kind of a bigger episode than we were ready for, right? Oh, I expected it's like some garbage. And while not being Suicide Squad bad, boy howdy if we don't have some things to talk about. I think that's one of the most comforting things is when you walk out of the theater and we start texting each other and we're both surprised by how much the other one has to say about it. They're like, yeah, you know what? This is going to be a, a pretty good episode for us. There's a lot to talk about. Uh, I mean, that's the thing with Justice League is like where we weren't really anticipating a whole lot. After seeing Wonder Woman, we're like, yeah, well, Justice League's probably still going to suck. And after reviewing BBS, we were still like, yeah, Justice League is pro probably still going to suck. And we watched it and... It sucked, but there's still stuff to talk about. <laughs> to the surprise of no one. <laughs> now, Which it, is weird, because like, it's the fifth movie in the franchise. It's absolute dog shit, and yet it's the second most watchable one. Like, I could see myself rewatching this before anything but Wonder Woman, honestly. Yeah, and that's the thing, is that there's... I think there's kind of a wide gulf between this and Suicide Squad. Like, Suicide Squad, I was groaning and, like, embarrassed the entire time. This, I was, like, I was kind of leaning forward and I was paying attention. I was like, okay, I need to know what that is, so I'll know about it later. And I was trying really hard to invest myself. So to all you fanboys out there, and I know you're listening... I, I tried. I tried really hard to get into this. I know I didn't go in without any bias, but... You can't say I didn't try, all right? 
Now, this is big enough that we, we're we not going to do the whole uh, news stuff. I mean, this, this movie in itself is news. So, I have to talk about the movies that I've seen uh, before this. Because they all lead up to something here. Uh, I watched a 1983 movie, a John Carpenter movie called Christine. That's a Heard great movie. That Boy, what an underrated movie. I, what is going on with that? I mean, I'm still pretty lukewarm on it. I really feel like his heart isn't in it at all, but... You know, after Justice League, it's probably incredible. I I mean, I guess it's still someone else's work. I, a lot of it is based kind of one-to-one on the Stephen King story. But, boy, it's it's that old adage that they say about John Carpenter that as soon as the movie starts, you can tell from the shots and everything that this is a John Carpenter movie. A part of it is the theme song is really good. The, the musical choices are brilliant, and it is... There are a couple parts that are genuinely scary, even though there's not a whole lot of blood and gore. It's... Look, I just think it's a really well-made movie. I think that it's 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 a horror classic. Uh, it's okay. It's clearly not on the same level as Halloween or The Thing, but it's right in the same tier as The Fog. So I'd say it's worth revisiting. I watched... it must be nice to be have such a good body of work and be like, yeah, Christine's pretty good. It's probably like his tenth best movie. Exactly, and still better yeah. than most movies. Exactly, and better than a lot of horror movies too. So for the next one, I watched a 1930 German movie called Der Blau uh, Engel. It's uh, it's a German movie, and it's in black and white. Uh, it was their first talkie. Great. great. And uh, uh, I was kind of wondering that while watching it, I did not believe that the proletariat was accurately represented by the main So the character. third movie you watched the, this weekend oh, uh, was... Sorry. It, I, the third movie I watched this weekend was a 1955 classic God called Rebel Without a Cause. One of the most famous movies of all time, and I hadn't seen it yet. Oh, man, look at me. Is that the movie where they go to steal the Death Star plans? Oh, I just... Everything was Star Wars. <laughs> you were expecting that gut punch, were you, dickhead? No, you know, Spock wasn't in this. So, instead, they... Actually! <laughs> that would make sense, because he's not a rogue one either. I don't know why you even brought him up. <laughs> so, uh... Uh, well, we have fun here, don't we? This stars the stars Natalie Wood, who I think is just really talented. Sal Mineo, who was also nominated for an Oscar for this movie, and James Dean, who look that guy was just really weird. All right, like everyone's like, oh, he was one of the greatest actors of all time. You know, Method, Stanislavski. Boy, you watch this, you're just like, boy, he's kind of weird, wasn't he? Like, he he stands out from everyone else, it's, and everyone's like, yeah, because he's so real in this movie. Boy, it was real weird. I just, I, I can't get over how weird he was. So, that's, I don't know, that's all good, because the whole time he mumbles kind of like Marlon Brando, they both went to the actor's, uh, uh, was it, the actor's studio or whatever, and, take my jacket, keep you warm, and it's just like, oh, oh okay, dude, just... Don't get too close to me, all right? So I've been mumbling for decades, and no one's ever accused me of being a good actor. Well, you know, look, I don't know what's going on with this guy in this movie, but uh, James Dean is really weird. Also, so is the porn star. So there was one other movie that I watched. Uh, what, what was it called? A 1924 black and white German expressionist movie called... No, actually, it was a 1970 British movie. Uh, it's called Performance. Oh. Th- this is the last one, I promise. What is your life? I don't understand. Oh, I, I watched these for a reason. Performance is a critically acclaimed movie that has Mick Jagger in it, and it was oh, really right. controversial uh, when it was released because there's a whole lot of sex and violence in it, like okay. really explicit sex. Uh, the The argument is that it was uns was it uh, uns 
unstimulated. Ungentlemanly. Unsimulated. It was it was actual sex in the movie. And at times it kind of looks like it. Like. Um boy, I gotta tell you, it's a really weird movie. And it's not a good sign when the best part of your movie is a Mick Jagger music video inside of your movie. Oh, fuck. I know. And, like, I, I've never actually been a big fan of the Rolling Stones, so you know how much I like dad rock. But I guess I can see why people like it, because it's weird. Apparently it was influential on uh, today's music videos, but I couldn't ever give it a recommendation. Oh, yes. All of today's music videos, such as... Uh, well, all the... Mu- <laughs> I still live in the 90s in the sense, so... Oh, Boy, you and me both. As does this movie. <laughs> anyway, the reason I watched all these movies is that these were all critically acclaimed, except for Christine. But Christine ended up being really good. So that's like three four-star movies and one two-star movie that I watched because I just wanted to remind myself before this movie that movies are good. Movies are worth defending <laughs> as a use of your free time. And, in fact, movies are more than just, well, I had fun with it. Movies are art. Movies are something to be appreciated. These are something that can raise us up in some way. I didn't expect Disagree. Justice League to do such a thing, so... Well, we'll we'll see about that. Chris, I watched two movies yesterday. What, what did you They're watch? called Justice League. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it works, doesn't it? I sure hope you didn't watch this twice. <laughs> oh, God, no. Uh, that's the thing. Is like, I was thinking, oh, what if I were to, like download a cam version or something like that but a Fuck jesus off. is watching and b i'm not watching this again for any what reason could you possibly missed they could there cannot be a more narrow straight line plot i have to admit that was the thing is i was i was quickly scribbling things down here and i i was like uh reviewing my notes before this it's all written on one order card for uh alaba draft house Look, you could get Gal Gadot to come over to my house and beg me to watch this. I would have to say no. Well, I mean, I'm sure down the line there won't be any reason for us to revisit this movie. Oh, God, There's no, no way I would force you to revisit this ever. God, I hate you. Uh, so <laughs> it's a good thing that we're not writing about this. Some of the stuff is a little bit hard to put into intelligent words, so I could just go blah 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 blah, and, you know, in front of the microphone. Well, you see, like, yeah. what's not intelligent about mother boxes? Well, before we get into the whole conceit hey, Chris, of the movie. Hey, Chris, do you want to know the, what the portals are called that Steppenwolf teleports through? Yeah, what, what are they called? Boom tubes. <laughs> what? No, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. Okay. So yeah, I, they are. Like I, oh, God. So, I, I, <laughs> like I said, I watched this at Alamo, and I, I decided, okay, I know Alex probably wants to drink beforehand, but I just want to get in there and watch the preview videos. Like, that's... It's kind of sometimes it's a fun. It was like, oh, they show the Justice League trailer from not the Justice League trailer, like the Justice League like Super Friends from the old uh, cartoon days and stuff, and like the old Wonder Woman from 1974 and, and stuff like that. It's like, uh, you know, it's, you know, they're just that stuff. Uh, they, they, there was this apparently there was a a pilot for uh, was it uh, an Aquaman TV show or something. Uh, it's available on iTunes, so that's probably a, a future episode yeah. for us. Uh, I think. Let me make a quick note here. Yeah, it's like two ninety nine, uh, and it has Ving Rhames. So what the shit? I know we haven't heard How of this. Why not know about this? Yeah, exactly. Off brand. I feel piece. like someone should have alerted me at some point. I'm kind of yeah. angry. And then the preview video starts sucking. They play this video, which Alex and I could only call a Gary's Mod video, where we could tell it was animated, where it had the Justice League facing off against the Avengers. And oh it just ended up being like a dance battle. It had bat. Uh-huh. It had Batman twerking. Uh, 
That's weird because usually you find the nostalgia critic really funny. Why didn't this one work for you? Uh, look, I, I broke from him a long time ago. <laughs> I've been clean for months. That is a lie. No, that's not. No, it's not a lie. You know what actually made me break from him? It was some video. I don't remember what he was talking about, but he had uh, one of his characters. I don't know any characters for this. Uh, was Deadpool. And he portrayed Deadpool as, like, this really immature guy who was, like, making crude jokes and going around groping people. And I had to admit, I was like, wait, I would kind of break from that description. There's a lot of real cleverness with Deadpool, my number five movie of last year. And <laughs> I had to beat you to it. And he revealed at the end, oh, no, that wasn't Deadpool. That was Comic-Con Deadpool. You know, like, those awful guys who dress up as Deadpool at Comic-Con and go oh, around, gosh. like, trying to grope women and stuff just because they think they're being, you know, edgy bacon humor or whatever. And I was like, you know what? As soon as I was like, but I have no idea what it's like. I don't go to cons. I've got a job. I why would I why would I identify with that? I just haven't watched any of his videos recently. Like, what's the point? So you stopped watching this guy you've been watching for like a decade because you're like, wait a second, I'm not some loser who goes to conventions. It took a while for that to sink in. You know, sometimes his videos, I don't know, that's kind of like an angry video game nerd. It's fun to fall asleep to. So that was uh, nostalgia critic Speaking talk. Speaking of falling asleep to a movie. Oh, uh, that's I'll I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> Uh, there were other uh, videos, too, because I remember as soon as you walked in, there were, I was asking, so what is this? And uh, we watched that awful Gary's Mod movie video thing for like a minute, and we're just like, oh, sorry we asked. And we watched more and more of those preview videos about Justice League, and we're just like, oh, jeez, this is awful. So uh, the trailers, uh, what trailers did you get? Boy, I got some fucking doozies. <laughs> hey, are you sick of seeing the Rockin' movies yet? I, I thought I would never get sick of seeing him in movies. Me neither, until I got Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle and Rampage back to back. That Jumanji Oof. trailer is pretty rough. Got laughs both times I saw it this month. Um, the world is a nightmare, Geo Hell is real. That, that one hot girl is now Jack Black, who's still That's in funny. movies. Also got Pacific Rim 2. Boy, if you told me, hey, so they took a Guillermo del Toro idea but then took Guillermo del Toro out of it. That's about what I would imagine it looked like. Why would you... Okay. They look like Transformers. <laughs> cool. Nailed it. Uh, we, we're not doing that movie, okay? We've done enough with Transformers. Anyway... Boy, do I have a surprise for you. Jeez. Oh, so, my trailer... If I... Where were my trailers? I know they had a Laura Croft trailer. Oh my god, does that look like the drizzling shits? I had that one too. I had a rough night. Yeah, that that looked really bad. You know what was really awful for they, they got the fat guy from those Cornetto trilogy movies. That's they got impressive. him for like three minutes. And then I looked at Alex I and it, I said that I was like, Well, it's nice they got that guy for three minutes. He looked at me and was like, They didn't get him for that long. I was like, Yeah, I was thinking two and a half. <laughs> uh that, boy, what if he was a tumor? That would be even better. Anyway, uh we <laughs> also got it started off with a WB logo, and I was like, oh, shh, you know, it's like, was watching it, and it starts off with, I was born in 2025, but I wish I was born in the <laughs> 1980s, and as soon as he said that, Alex and I both groaned so loud and sunk down in our seats, <laughs> it, and that whole trailer is rough, it is really Look. rough, I don't know what the most cringeworthy part was, it was either seeing the Iron Giant, uh, oh, yeah. Or when they start playing Tom Sawyer. So it's two God. things I love, and they're just actively trying to ruin this for me. So, by the way, people listening, we're going to say a lot, it's okay if you like this movie. We hated Justice League, but it's fine if you do. I'm not yeah, judging. I mean, it's, it's whatever. If you like Ready Player One, 
please unsubscribe. And then resubscribe, but don't listen, because... Yeah, like, just keep that auto-download going, because I am so hungry. Yeah. But also, I hate you. Yeah. It's fine. It's cool. You can like what you want, but Unless it's Ready Player One. That's... Look, that is a bridge too far. Exception proves the rule, IMO. Yeah, that's the thing, is I saw that book at uh, Barnes & Noble. I took a picture of it, but I felt dirty even doing that, like... I just know that you're going to be a jerk and just make me read that whole book before we watch the movie so I can what? analyze the whole plot. When, when does that movie come out? We might have a real Sophie's Choice situation for you. Oh, good. It's like, look, you can get our Ready Player One, which you got to see Han Solo, and then I just get to watch you. <laughs> <laughs> make your choice. He just put a gun in front of me. There is a third way out, Christopher. <laughs> yeah, you just see me start to sweat. Uh... <laughs> Fucking theme from Saw Play. <laughs> you can gnaw your own arm off. Or you can watch Memes the Movie. It's not even Memes the Movie. It's it's like they're making fun of me. You know? It's like they're making fun of me. It's like, oh, look at all this nostalgia you have for the, for the 90s or in the late 80s. I'm just like, no, no, no that's, that's not me. That's not what I sound like. God, it's going to own when all the 90s nostalgia movies come out in a decade. Uh, anyway, it's so, just people wishing they were watching Rocket Power and listening to Sum Forty One. That wasn't me. Definitely uh, not. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, That'd be I fucking was a, stupid. I was I was doing cool stuff. So the movie starts. Uh, finally, I, I guess so we ought friends. to get into this at some point. Uh, I guess. And it, I'm all in. It looks like it was filmed on an iPhone, and it probably was. Oh, and they got Henry Cavill as Superman. And it's really awkward. Uh, and I guess it's supposed to be that way because there are kids asking him questions. And I have to admit, I, I noticed it just like all the other critics did. We got to talk about it. Why'd they have to Photoshop out his mustache? <laughs> Before I even noticed his weird, big, puffy upper lip, I was immediately furious that this movie opened with a ca- phone camera video in portrait mode. Fuck you. Yeah. It, it is 2017. You're already at strike two now. Yeah, well, how, how did they make one guy's upper lip area the uncanny valley? It is so <laughs> distracting. It is the fucking worst thing I've ever seen, and I couldn't think of anything else the entire movie. Yeah, and whenever he was on screen, I kept looking at it like, mm, there's something missing. There's- at least they didn't like have a huge close-up on it later, right? <sighs> By the way... I saw this at the Cinemark on their XD screen, which is their, hey guys, it's not IMAX, but it's really big and really loud. That's good. That fucking face <laughs> was the size of a house, and I laughed so hard. Oh my god. Oh, I really wish I had watched this with you. Oh my god, I was dying. Anyway, uh, so... Also, this is twice now that Zack Snyder started one of these movies by retconning the end of another one. How did His he... BVS starts with... Actually, you were right. All the damage was super bad, and here's all the people concerned. And this one starts with, actually, everyone really likes Superman, and the kids like talking to him, and everyone's really going to miss him when he's gone. And Instead of half the, the... The movie centered around a fucking court case because everyone hated Superman. Exactly. So this one, they keep telling you that Superman is dead, like he didn't see the last movie, and he didn't see all the advertising without Superman in all this stuff. <laughs> It's like, we get it. Like, the first thing they do is, like, as soon as it cuts off from that video, it tells you, okay, Superman's dead. Then it shows a newspaper that says that Superman is dead. Then it shows his grave. And then it shows, like, that S over that bridge or whatever. Oh. <laughs> Superman's dead. I'm going to go pick on this Pakistani shop owner. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Start flipping over tables. Thank you for, uh, 
for bringing that up. I forgot to notate that one. Uh, oh, man. So the the crux of the biscuit here is that in the at the end of the last movie we had uh, Ring Ding Ding over there, uh, Baldo. <laughs> what, what was his name again? Wait, what? Sorry. The, the bald Who's guy the bald? who was a bad guy in Superman, Lex Luthor. Boy, I oh. had to look. <laughs> I thought I, you were talking about the fucking bald skinhead Nazi. Is like. No, Chris, I don't think he's a comic book character. <laughs> I think it's just what Zack Snyder thinks. Uh, is. No, I'm sorry. Nice. Uh, Lex Luthor says at the end of the movie that, you know, the bad guys of the world are going to, you know, step up because there's no oh, more Superman. God. I was like, yeah, but there's still Batman and Wonder Woman. You know, you guys are kind of <laughs> fucked either way. But uh, either way is like, so the bad guys of the world know that now they can yell at Pakistani uh, bodega owners and kick over boxes of apples because <laughs> Superman's not going to do anything. Yell, hey, I'm walking here, broad. It's like truly the Legion of Doom. But you like you look at it, it's like that guy still gets arrested. So <laughs> he immediately gets thrown against a cop car. I was like, well, come on. So crime is just normal now. It's just, just back to the way it is in real life. So I'm watching a real life movie here. And then... And then the opening begins true. It, it's like uh, that Batman is beating up that one guy for reasons unstated. And he, he tries to make that guy afraid just so he can lure out one of the... Say it. Parademons. Hell yeah, bitch. Who wrote this? Dude, when this scene happened and he fought the giant alien bug monster, my first thought was, oh, you tricked me. Y'all tricked me into seeing this. Yeah, and you tricked me into seeing CGI bug monsters. When that thing's when it. that thing's goblin face got it close up to the screen, I was like, "Oh my god, they really didn't finish the CGI." <laughs> Little did you know how much worse it gets. I trust me, you're right on that. But that whole opening fight scene where he's like fighting that guy in the darkness was just terribly shot. Like you could barely see a lot of the action. Whereas, like, I understand it's like, oh, it's Superman, he fights in the... Or not Superman, it's Batman, he fights in the shadows, you're not supposed to be able to see him for most of the movie. But, or, or for most of his, like, what he's doing, because, you know, again, he's hiding, that's, you know, stealth, whatever. But why did it work so well in the Dark Knight trilogy? Why did it work so well in the first two Batman movies? And it doesn't work here. It's just shot really poorly. Because there was, like, style and vision. And, like, I, a director wanted to make them. Okay, I don't really know what that means. So it was about this time that, like I said, I <laughs> I watched I, I watched well, this with okay. our with our friend Alex. I looked over at him, and at this point, it was like twenty minutes into the movie. Right, I looked at him. He is dead asleep. Like <laughs> I could have shoved him awake. I have never seen our beautiful bouncing baby boy sleeping so peacefully. Like. He he, I I was so jealous of him. He was sleeping so peacefully, and well, more importantly, not watching Justice League. <laughs> it's perfect timing because we just mentioned the Batman scene. So I pose you this question: Who wanted to be at Justice League less, our friend Alex or Ben Affleck? Uh, I would say Ben Affleck. At least Alex got a little bit of sleep during this. <laughs> Did you see? You could see on his face how much he did not want to tell a single one of those Joss Whedon jokes. Oh, uh, that, yeah, he that gets to my next to note movie. here. My next note was, comedy was really bad. And I can only anticipate that this means that they, I guess they introduced fucking 
the Flash now? Because the Flash was really the the guy who was telling the most jokes in this movie. Oh, the Flash is also known as Barry Allen. Uh, he runs really fast. That's his thing. Uh, he's also a young kid, and he witnesses mother being killed at a young age, and his father got blamed for it. He's now in prison, and he's trying to free his father. His father's like, forget about me. Move on with your own life. Sort of thing. It's, it's a really kind of a hard-to-watch scene because it's it's... It, it's you care about that family and then he's never mentioned again so it's like okay i'm gonna try not to spend most of this movie going well if you look at marvel but i mean there's a reason you have the character movies first so that scene matters like if you have a flash movie first where you watch this child watch his mom get murdered and spend his whole like young adult life trying to free his dad this scene matters you see the dad again at the very, very end, and that's it. Like, nice try. Now I gotta say, the Flash is apparently, from what I'm reading, something of a fan favorite uh, in, in this movie for some bizarre reason. People really like him because, again, he's, hey, man, it's all about having fun. He's, tell, he's telling all the jokes. And he's also really awkward, which I think kind of lends to some of his humor. It's, it's like funny. he does this weird stuff with his eyes. He blinks around a lot and just says awkward things constantly, but. Look, I, I've been around kids enough to know that they're kind of annoying when they do shit like this. And he is well, kind of an Joss annoying Whedon character. watched The Big Bang Theory, and this is called Quirky Characters. Well, I guess so. Because I, I when I watched three hours of Batman v Superman's dour gray nonsense, I was like, man, I wish someone would just like shiftily look around and say Bazinga. Which is essentially what he's doing here. Oh, well, that God. pizza line? Well, was, I think there was a pizza line that made me write that down. And someone was like, uh, what, so something about snacks or something like that? That he burns a lot of energy, so he has to eat a lot or something like that? That's funny. Boy, that... And then they got in the expensive car, and really... the car slowly drove into center focus. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I, this, this is my <laughs> fault. I'm skipping around too much. Uh, I forgot to talk about Wonder Woman's intro. Because there's a lot to talk about here. So I thought that they were going to give a little intro to each character and be like, this is who they are. But the movie would have been like 30 minutes longer if they did. So they just decided to do one for Wonder Woman. You can tell that they... <laughs> hey, it's the one you like, everybody. Yeah, that's exactly what they were doing. So there's a hostage situation. Uh, Hans Gruber is capturing a whole lot of people <laughs> in some place. And the music is... Awful. Oh my god. So another one of those credit scenes. Remember when I watched Fifty Shades of Grey 2 and uh Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, okay, look, don't rub it in. And uh Alex and mm -hmm. I, the other Alex, uh had the, the one you like. Had the credit that said uh music by Danny Alpha. We both laughed harder at that than anything else in the movie. Uh <laughs> Same thing here as we saw. We saw music by Danny Elfman, and again, the other Alex and I just groaned really loud. Uh, the music, I think, was a bigger problem for you than it was for me. But when they were walking oh, yeah. up the stairs, right leading up to that's the what I noticed. It. That's what I noticed. I was just like, oh, that music doesn't fit at all. Exactly. It's just like, what are we doing? It's like, oh, okay, Beetlejuice. Then sure. And then it pans feel up like to uh, Sorry, yeah, because I do want to get this one out. Is they pan up to Wonder Woman on top of that statue, and the music just goes. <laughs> I was like, don't don't blue ball me here. That her theme song is one of the best parts about the last movie. Just please play that. I really like that theme song. I don't care if it's Junkie XL going crazy. Just play it for me. I mean, I feel like a solid ninety percent of the time, if you notice a score in a movie, it's usually for a bad reason. And boy, did I notice it early and often. 
That's don't try and sneak that '89 Batman theme in there to make me think. Wish I was watching something better. Like I have to admit, fuck with it me. is not often for me that I notice uh, a score in a bad way. Like when people talk about like, oh, what was your favorite score in a movie? People always go to like, oh, this John Williams theme was really good, or Ennio Morricone, or or anything along those lines. You're like, yeah, those were some really great film scores. I listen to that soundtrack all the time people will always ask but what's the worst film score you ever heard and it's kind of tough to think about like i mean what are you going to say the film score for the room or it's i guess it has to be this because it just doesn't work you know it's just constant he just there's not a horn that he will not blare at any opportune moment i've never met a guy who likes tubas that much god damn Eh. it doesn't fit like i get it like you fired Junkie XL when you did all the reshoots and you want to like make it all happier, but like what that's not what it's not the movie. I don't know what this is as they take children hostage with machine guns, exactly. So, uh, anyway, what, what they do is uh, she's saving all these hostages, and immediately I, I, I kind of I'm happy again. I, I don't really have a whole lot of criticisms of Wonder Woman, I have a couple I'll get to later, but boy, she feels like a hero, she's saving people, people that you can see this matters that that's what superheroes are about you're supposed to save people and and they have to be people that you can see and she can move really fast so i don't know why they need the flash and uh she can mm-hmm. jump really high and she just looks cool and you're just like yeah she is the person that you really want on your team it's like hell yeah you gotta love wonder woman seriously one of the best parts about this movie i i've got no qualms about that uh Hey, do you like slow motion fighting? Uh, that that bugged me, the whole then speed ramping you're thing. you're gonna love Justice League, because we're still speed ramping in 2017. I have to admit, now that my memory is kind of failing me, I'm kind of jumping back and forth from this thing to that thing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, they go... Well, here's one thing I bet you forgot. So, when she goes in, when he takes all the hostages, he mentions that there are bombs in four locations. She only stops one of them, buddy. Oh my god, I did forget that. And if you go back and watch the very first Comic-Con trailer, which I did, there is most certainly a shot of a building exploding. (laughs) So I'm not sure what Snyder's original plan was, but it involved hella people in France dying. Well, maybe that that, that was part of the plan, where she realizes, I need more people on my team or something. I can't save everyone on my own. Wow, that's weird, like a... A reason to bring a team together that's not a giant CGI dude. <laughs> so, speaking of CGI detours, they go to... Uh, where, where did she grow up? What was her uh, little island place called? Themyscira sounds like a made Oh, name. Themyscira, yeah, something like that. Anyway, one of the points of controversy of this movie was... Uh, boys, a feminist, are at it again. Because uh, the... <laughs> What are the, uh, what's her people called? The Atlantans or Atlanteans or Amazons? Amazonians. Amazonians. Uh, the Amazons. Sorry. The Amazonians are. I thought you paid attention. Clearly. I did. I tried watching it. You're just a DC hater. You're a Marvel fanboy. That's why you haven't seen the last five Marvel movies. Uh, well, (laughs) the Amazons are wearing different armor now. They're wearing armor that shows off their midriffs. I gotta tell you, I'm on the side of the uh, feminists here. I don't see how it makes you any better at fighting. In the Wonder Woman movie, they're wearing armor that was designed by a woman. Be like, okay, this would be good in battle. This would, you could still like, you're like, oh, it shows off their legs. It's like, yeah, but like, it's kind of like a cross country runner that you wear the shorter shorts so that your legs can move a little bit faster. It's, yeah, I, agree. I mean, it's yeah, it's it's fine. I'm they have pretty good rationale for it. It's just the way that it is. Uh, but 
boy, howdy. In this one, it's like, well, they're showing off their abs and stuff in the movie. It's like, yeah, I get it. You work out. This is just... It, it's not really that much fun to look at and it it just looks kind of ridiculous anyway they all get their ass kicked by some guy <laughs> named say it can't, can't you say it just once oh i'll say it multiple times but i'd really i'm bad at pronunciation i would really like to hear it from you steppenwolf oh thank you Dad. his his name is steppenwolf and he's looking for mother boxes, and he comes down to Earth in boom tubes, and he <laughs> throws parademons at people. You know, God, this is really fucking stupid. I am literally a negative influence on your life. This is exactly what, you know, people think that comic books are for children. It's because of shit like this. Like, to most people, comic book movies are not DC or Marvel. They're just comic book movies. And shit like this is what makes people stop going. Well, I mean, the whole time I'm just like, I have my head in my hands, like, I can't believe I'm watching this. And I look over and Alex is still asleep. I'm like, oh, come on. You know? And anyway, so he kicks ass for all the Amazons. They, they, they cannot By the way, this, this is probably the best action scene in the movie. And it leads to... He get Nothing. He, he get he gets the box. So uh, he just punches a couple horses oh, and takes this the mother box. He goes, "I will rule this planet," and then disappears for another forty five minutes. You know that's the thing is they keep talking about it in all the Marvel movies. The the weakest part is the villain. Boy, I guess that's just a comic book thing in general, isn't it? Congrats on taking all the wrong lessons on Marvel making seventeen movies. <laughs> all right, what is he? Well, he's CGI. Really don't want to put a man in the armor? No, it's just full CGI. Alright, what does he want? Power. Uh, Why? Because he wants to be more powerful. Well, that's that's exactly what the mother box... Jesus Christ. The Chris, mother tell box me what a mother box is. The mother boxes are pure power. They are energy. And there's three of them. And you put uh, them... That sounds like bullshit. No, really. Like, what is a mother box? No. Like, what can you do with well, it? Well, you can put them together. There's three of them. You put them together. And you get more... Power and that doesn't energy. make any sense. Uh, and it can make you really powerful. Uh, so anyway, the Light Warriors are looking for them. And look, I made this joke to you before in text, but for all you nerds out there, and I know there are some of you, play through the first 15 minutes of Final Fantasy 1 on an emulator. Don't worry, it won't take you long. Get up to the first boss who... I won't spoil it. Get up to the first boss who is called Garland. He looks just like Steppenwolf. I am thoroughly convinced that either Final Fantasy was based off, I guess, what, Steppenwolf was in the comics or something? Uh, you should know that. You love comic books. Oh, yeah, totally. You read a lot of them. Anyway, this all happened, like, what, you know, thousands of years ago? Uh, sure. All the Olympians, the Olympic gods... So Thor wasn't in this movie. I wonder why. Uh, the Green Lanterns and humans and Atlanteans and Amazons... By the way, All fought that... together. 30 second flashback probably would be a better movie than this i'll watch a lord of the rings thing where all the races in the world and all the lanterns come together to fight these monsters well that's the thing is i kept thinking about lord of the rings is like remember that scene at the at the beginning or towards the beginning of the very first movie where explained like this is sauron this is who he is maybe put this at the beginning so i can like actually later i'm almost certain for the longest time this was how the movie was going to start before you know, everything shifted the way it did. Well, hell, I remember hell hearing I about this like a year ago that this is going to start with this long flashback like this. Specifically referencing Lord of the Rings. 
But instead, we got this 20 minutes in awkwardly. It didn't really fit. Well, it's just fucking Diana just being like, Bro, so back in my time, thousands of years ago, and then just CGI. You know, you really sounded like Christopher Walken there for a bit. Bruce, back in my time, thousands of years ago. Don't shoehorn your own impressions in here. <laughs> I, I kind of have to. You know, it's weird. I, I still haven't gotten to uh, Awkward Bro yet, so we'll get on to that now. Um, so Steppenwolf is controlled by whom? <laughs> uh, I want you to say it. Well, you see... He's related to Dark Side. Dar- I thought it was Dark Side from the from the planet Apocalypse. Uh, how do you spell Apocalypse? I don't think that's necessary to say out loud. Huh. Well, anyway, I don't know what bearing that would have. Well, either way, so A P O K O L I P S. So <laughs> anyway, uh, so. Bruce Wayne, who is also Batman, in case you didn't know, uh, was looking for, I uh, can't believe I said that, is looking for more superheroes because he needs friends, and he already has Wonder Woman, and he's like, well, there are other friends out there who have their own logos designed by Lex Luthor Industries. And they showed the same shitty Dropbox footage from BBS. I can't imagine why. Anyway, uh, so there's other ones. They're looking for the Flash, who could run really fast. They And I guess they find him... And they realize, oh, he can run really fast, and they will use him as a friend. <laughs> when he meets him, he's like, I don't, I know so-and-so, but I don't know what you can do. You fucking know exactly what he can do. And by the way, I'm not sure what your powers are. So he threw a battering at his face. Yeah, imagine that just got lodged in his skull. Like, great job, dude. He almost murdered a child. I mean, not the first skeleton in Bruce's closet, I imagine. Hell, he's got how many dead kids on his conscience already just as Robin? Plus the two dead parents. Maybe do something, Bruce Wayne. Try stop it next time, idiot. So he's also looking for Arthur Curry, which I've never heard the real name of uh, Aquaman before. But, uh, boy, yeah. it kind of ruins him in some capacity, doesn't it? So he but goes up to what, where? What, the Netherlands or something like that? Somewhere in Norway, I'm assuming. Oh, who cares? One of those fruity countries. And, uh, Some place that's not America. Yeah, yeah, you know what? They don't even have football over there. I don't have time for it. So, exactly. Anyway, much has been made about... Chaz Green is. Much has been made about Jason Moana's body and how he should have been the sexiest man of the year over mm. Brad Shelton. Is that, is that a guy or something? Look, I'm not going to correct you because I'm not going to tip my hand that I know whom or what that is. Okay, thank you. Uh, but, boy, he kind of looks weird in this movie. I got to tell you, like, the frosted tips on his dreads and, like, his eyes look really weird. It's like, oh, you don't understand. He's dark and, cha- and jacked. I was just like, yeah, Aqua Chad mm-hmm. over here. But his whole personality in this movie was so repellent. Just like, yeah, I dig it. It's just like trying to be cool. That's the thing. It was He was very much trying to be cool, but wasn't. Hey, Joss Whedon, what did the people who bullied you in high school sound like? <laughs> That's I'm going to make a show about a strong vampire girl. Oh, God, shit. <laughs> I, I don't know how anyone could possibly enjoy this character in this movie, but he says, no, nah, I don't want to fight on my own. I don't want to fight with you guys. I'm better off on my own. And uh, he's like, he's like, you ever hear the, uh, <laughs> you ever hear the adage that those who are strongest are strongest on the road? And I was like, no, because that's not how the adage goes. <laughs> He's just like, doesn't mean I'm wrong. (laughs) That was just just so totally stupid. But he comes by By to help them later on. Unlikable, 
unfunny and yet almost charming because he's like, oh, Jason Momoa actually wants to be in this movie. He's like happy to be here. He doesn't look like Ben Affleck, who's been dying inside for the last five years of his life. <laughs> Who very clearly does not Battling want to fucking this. addiction, going to rehab in every interview. So when's that new Batman movie coming? <laughs> are you going to direct it? Are you going to write the new Batman? <laughs> the man has two Oscars, and they keep asking him about his stupid cartoon movie. Hey, what are you going to put on the bats? Is there going to be a Robin <laughs> new Batman movie? Are you going to fight Mr. Freeze? Is the Riddler going to come back? And he's... Is it going to be Jared Leto or a different Joker? If we were going to pivot to video, we would just put this over that interview where he's sitting next to Henry Cavill looking dead inside. That's the saddest thing. Uh, that is a man so full of regret. Five years of being asked about Batman everywhere you go and everyone hating every movie you put out. Now, this movie... Is- hey, is the next Batman movie going to be good for once? <laughs> That's why well, I'm an accountant. I have autism, but I'm also an assassin. <laughs> when are you going to fight Deathstroke? Anyway, I t- directed this movie. Where's Black Mask? <laughs> He's got a weird black skull face. Kind of like the Red Skull. They're related. So in the Red Hood... <laughs> uh, anyway. Are you going to make a Red Hood movie? Where's all the Robins? Which Robin's alive? Where's Jason Todd? So if you guys partnered up with Deadpool, who would win? You made us strong. <laughs> So, anyway, the movie has one more hero they have to add. Uh, and I gotta tell you, this movie isn't all bad. I didn't hate this character. His name is Cyborg. And uh, kind of funny was when I watched this movie at theaters, I think I texted you and I was just like, what was going on with that weird torture scene? I thought it was that guy from Twisted Metal 2. Remember the guy who's stuck in the... <laughs> Axel? Yeah, it was Axel. I thought it was Axel. <laughs> oh, in that, like, kind of a strong resemblance there? Man. And then afterwards, oh they God. told me, yeah, it's Cyborg. I was like, what, from Teen Titans? They're like, yeah. I was like, And then he oh. thought I was joking when I said, yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> just you, like... You kind of shut down for a yeah, bit. Yeah, I thought, I was like, oh, jeez, he watches this You wouldn't answer my you. text. You were very reclusive. Uh, mm, yeah, that's... Yeah. Which is fair. <laughs> By the way, there's more Teen Titans references in your future, idiot. Oh, come on. Anyway, Cyborg. <laughs> Cyborg, I think, is a decently well-developed character. He's, I think, he's well acted. Uh, I think that, for the most part, he he does a good job. You, you kind of start to pity him for a little bit. They don't do anything with that, but that's something in the movie. Like, funny enough, we spent the entire lead-up talking about who the fuck wants Cyborg in a movie, who wants a Cyborg movie, and yet if he'd actually had, like, a movie's worth of development, it probably would have been really good. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, there's a lot to go with. We're feeling guilty and feeling he should be dead. Getting used to your powers in some capacity, not being able to go outside. I like what they did instead where they kept teasing, like, hey, maybe he's not really with us. You know, since he's made out of a mother box, like, maybe he could actually be, like, be controlled. And then he just isn't. Yeah, well... He just pushes the boxes. I'll apart. get to the yeah. end of that and, and the whole resolution therein, but I, I there is a resolution, all right. Sort of. Uh, this movie's really good. So I had fun. I had tons of fun. So she, he has to be convinced by Wonder Woman to join up with them. Look, I'm not trying to get on Zack Snyder. I know he's going through a lot, but. He's, Shit, we're going through a lot right now. We just sat through this. Exactly. He he's got to stop shooting women like this because it, it felt really gross. The way that he shot her, focusing on her butt and those pants when she's walking down the street, and then when it panned around to the front of her, and you could see her plunging neckline with the cleavage and everything. It's like, 
Look, dude, I get it. It's Gal Gadot. You don't need to remind me. How come she looks more dignified in her goofy-ass Wonder Woman outfit than whatever this is? She looked like a streetwalker. Like, there are dead-ass conversations with her ass in her frame and her head just cropped out while she's talking to someone. It, it, yeah, exactly. It kept focusing on her tits, and I was just like, would you stop doing that? She's a, she's a like dignified actress. At some point, actress. it's like... I'm gonna have to look at this point because they're literally center frame yeah, for every dialogue it, scene. It just really bugs me. If there's not me. a screeching, screaming bug getting stabbed to death, <laughs> it's her fucking tits mashed together, talking in this voice. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I try to be a good person. I try to amplify female voices. I try and protect all women in games, but you know I can only do so much. Yeah, it boy it just really bugged me. And the thing is, uh, they all get together and they're in Batman's warehouse uh that fucking compound looks sick though it, I wanna live no it's the same it looks like the same place from the uh what was that awful ooey bowl movie all of alone them. in the dark that was the one it looked like oh, this hell yeah future episode can't believe i watched that um oh my god he did i was oh no look i, I don't make intelligent decisions i mean i've totally seen it too there's no reason to make me rewatch it next time it's your turn to pick because <laughs> i've seen it so many times of course so anyway they're all gathered there and the first thing they do is as a bunch of friends is they start fighting um batman's like okay so we have all these superheroes gathered together we'd be really good at whatever and we're not good enough we have to resurrect uh superman we have to bring him back from the dead uh, oh my god which let's just start here shall we yes immediately i have to admit i I, th I thought the end of the batman v superman movie kind of implied that he was coming back on his own because the dirt starts to lift off of him yeah that's just never mentioned again. yeah so I, he, I guess he's dead dead for real. i guess they really needed uh to speed up the process so they have one of those mother boxes no no we're gonna start here because there's multiple things wrong with this okay go for it so first of all, he's been Batman in the universe for like 20 years, right? I guess. At some point, he's seen the Lazarus Pit and what happens when people get brought back from the dead. It's usually terrible. That's, But yeah. most, most importantly, so it's his idea, we should bring back Superman back from the dead, right? Mm -hmm. There's this chance he might not be himself and he could be like, you know, kind of evil or fucked up. Who is the one who had the dreams of evil Superman with bug monsters destroying the world? Oh, God. You stupid asshole Batman. <laughs> He's the one who was told in a fucking vision, like, hey, by the way, <laughs> everything's fucked and it's his fault. And also, these parademons are his soldiers. <laughs> it's If there's even a fraction of a chance, we should do it. Meanwhile, he's the one who said if there's a 1% chance... I should stab him in the chest with his kryptonite spear. <laughs> this movie sucks. Yeah, this this was not well thought out, but... I don't know if you noticed this, but there's a whole lot of pretending that most of Batman v Superman just didn't happen. So, at that point, uh, Batman makes a really kind of a crude jab at, uh, <laughs> at Diana, saying, was like, oh, did you feel that way old. about Steve Trevor? It's like, wow, her paramour from 100 years ago? You're really going to bring that guy up? Really? And also, most importantly, it's been a century. Fucking get over it. Yeah, that I have to admit, yeah, I was kind of in that. It's like at one point, it's like, oh, that's kind of that's kind of cute. She's still loyal to this guy who's dead and buried. Like, sorry, I've been mourning for a century. Is what couldn't stop the Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she's been in hiding for what a hundred years now, and yes. 
didn't do anything to help. Like I, I like I, I okay. I I, I know everyone's Where assuming were you about when those towers oh if, fell, if uh, the Transformers were alive back then. Why didn't they stop the Holocaust? Well, I think that's a fair point. Is she was able to somehow end World War One? Why why didn't she stop the Holocaust? Why didn't she stop nine eleven? It's if you type Diana Prince and translate into Windings, it shows a plane flying into two towers with smoke. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Cyborg's over there, and at this point, I have to tell you, uh, at the end of the movie, Alex woke up and just leaned over Rhea and said, more like green screen lantern, uh, which... <laughs> Fuck! Damn it! See, already that dude missed more than an hour of the movie, uh, and had the best line of the whole night. And I gotta tell you, boy, there's a lot of green screen in this movie, isn't there? There's a a smidge, just a little bit. It it looked like the entire movie was green screen. It looks exactly like Kansas should look. It looks normal. What are you talking about? Isn't the sky always pink? it, It just weirded me out because ordinarily i'm pretty good at not noticing that sort of thing in this one that was all i could notice it's like boy this is the worst green screen blue screen red screen whatever it was just wow this was really really like bad and awkward and you could tell anyway they're like okay let's let's bring back batman and diana's really the only one who has any reservations about it just just like I don't know if this is going to work. And they're like, ah, oh, we're going to do it anyway. Um, one of the things they, they, they cut out. How did they resurrect Superman? I'll get to that. But, like, they're leading up to it. They're like, okay, we should, uh, first they need, uh, they need one of their mother boxes, right? So they have to go and they have to, what, do they have to steal it from someone? Where did they? Where did they get that sticker? Cyborg from? just kind of. Oh my god! I don't remember. Did we skip over the stupid fucking underground tunnel? That was scene? about what I was getting into. Uh, so it's like I guess they go in there and they. I guess he goes to Star Labs. Yeah, yeah he goes to Star Labs. Remember. They fight Steppenwolf again, and he's being really boring. And they save one guy and whatever. And Aquaman joins them there. So Aquaman is just swimming through the sewer water. So he's got to smell pretty bad. No, because Aquaman decides to join them because... Hey, why wasn't Sewer Urchin in this movie? From The Tick? Remember that? Anyway. Um... Because Steppenwolf went to Atlantis and beat the show of everyone stole their mother box. Oh, right. I forgot by all the about way, that. I definitely made a note, because did you by any chance recognize who the red-haired lady was underwater? No, my friend pointed it out, and I was like, who's that? Well, she's played by Amber Heard. I don't know who so that is. So when he floats in and... When she floats in and goes... Man, he hit you pretty hard, huh? <laughs> to Johnny Depp's ex-wife. Oh. I definitely made a note of that one. Oh. Nice job, movie. Oh, boy. That's, uh... Johnny Depp, by the way, see him in Fantastic Beast 2 with the greatest hair I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. Holy fuck, boy. So he's the Fantastic Beast in that movie, right? Uh, oh, Anyway. Can't wait to find them. So that was Amber Heard the whole time. You know where they are? Not in the goddamn movie. So Fuck, I hate it. I guess I should make a little mental note here. Is that uh, at that point, so Atlantis and, uh, wait, what's his name? Aqua Chad. Aqua Chad gets his ass kicked over here. But first of all, about the whole attitude and him being a Chad and everything. Is, is this how I look and sound to you? Is this is this movie making fun of me? Is this like, is this what uh, I look and sound like? So if we go to the next scene, uh, well, look anyway, they have to work together. Yeah, but like he says, he's a loner and everything, and his mom abandoned him, and apparently she was doing it for his own good. That'll come back later, and then it won't. Uh, but he's like, yeah, I'll join the team, and they, I don't know, <laughs> some literally set up a cinematic universe backwards so they somehow come into contact with one of those mother boxes and they're like okay we'll use it to revive superman 
they but it had doesn't have enough charge so the flash has to run really fast and then charge it with some electricity as soon as it touches the water and that'll bring back so they have to like put his body into the water so it's the whole time they're like hey wait didn't this create uh doomsday in the last movie and i was just like yeah and they're just like and Batman's like, with try if there's a chance. And they're like, okay, sure. And they're just, I think Batman might have used rationale. I was like, yeah, we beat him last time. What could happen? Uh, <laughs> so look, there's a lot to say about how dumb the scene is. But I want to ask you a question about the Flash. <laughs> Has Ezra Miller ever run before in his life? Because he does not know how to run. Oh, yeah. Someone else pointed what that out, too. What are his arms doing? Oh, my friend in Korea, Jihei. Shout out to Jihei. Pointed that out. So... Anyway, uh, they they do uh, <laughs> they they come back uh, and why does he keep tripping? He falls like four fucking times. Boy, he he has the dumbest like, expression he, on his face. The too. world slows down around you. How hard is it to not hit a rock? So I don't understand. Uh, so anyway, Superman is Sorry. in fact revitalized. No, it's fair. It's it's totally fair. And I have to admit, the first thing I thought about was, oh shit, the Lazarus pits. This was done really well in the cartoon. Like, I, I, I have to admit, I haven't read the comics, but in, like, the cartoon, it's like, whoa, the Lazarus Pits, they're, they're a BFD, you know? Like, this is gonna, it, it's tough for them to fight Raz al Ghul Dalling, and he's not even a good cornerback for the Patriots. And he, oh, so Superman comes back, and did it. you said he was confused. Look, I don't know what he was, because the movie sure didn't tell yeah, me. I guess. So he flies to, I guess, Chicago, and they're over there. And uh, all the police are just like, okay, so he's he's over there by the monument, and we gotta get him out. So we're gonna call the Justice League. And uh, the Justice League, boy, it pans over to the Justice League, and my buddy Josh was saying before that that still shot of them all standing together looks kind of yeah, ridiculous. And I was like, oh, come on, give it a chance. How bad could it be? Boy, in the movie, I was doing the Rich Evans laugh. It, it looks so ridiculous. This whole scene, Cyborg looks awful. Well, that's because his green screen is interfering with the other green screen that they're using. Like, they couldn't just go to Chicago and film it. He looks passable in a lot more scenes than I expected, but in this one, oh boy. Maybe take another month, guys. Just uh, smooth it out. So the movie like about is... working together means that they're all fighting Superman because that's, I guess, what we said Can before. we talk about that chest hair, though? I Okay, go for Good it. Good lord. If they if they had not CGI'd his mustache off and he had that big bushy mustache and that chest hair, I would still be in the hospital, y'all. <laughs> and that's real. Oh, boy. It, it, it was something, I gotta admit. And... <laughs> I, I, so he's kicking all their asses, and I have to admit, he beats up Wonder Woman. And she it was right before she tried to be a badass, and she was just like, don't make me do this. And he immediately just puts her in the ground. <laughs> beat the Christ out of her. Meanwhile... One of the few good scenes I enjoyed was Flash trying to get behind him, that I just looking like, nah. Yeah. The, nah, I can catch it. But then it, then it, but then it cuts back to the Flash's face, he's just like, bleh? It's just oh, on. really? Just shuttling it up something fierce. Oh, he was. Anyway, Batman comes in, is probably getting his ass kicked. And this is one of the worst parts of the movie for me because Superman growling, Do you bleed? You will into his face. It's just <laughs> like, Why are you making Superman into a monster? I'm like looking around, there's no kids because it's 9 20 on a Sunday night. But like, come on. Like, Why it, would you reference that line again? Yeah, exactly. It's so embarrassing. I know. It's like, again, you, you make Superman out to be really scary for some of the younger members of the audience. Anyway, so Batman brings in 
Diane Lane and Amy Adams to try to cheer up Superman, being like, oh, it's okay to be alive again. Oh, boy. Uh, first Question of all, look, I, if you. I got back from the dead and if I didn't believe in God and heaven in an afterlife of some capacity, I'd be happy to be back on Earth and be like, all right, God on Earth again. This is going to be fun. How bad did you feel for Amy Adams for the entire movie? Oh, very bad because of one of her last lines. Uh, oh my god, we will get to that whole fucking monologue. That was one of the worst things oh, I've ever heard. Oh boy. It was, as soon as it started, there were it was, some audible groans in this it was, It was honestly worse than almost all the lines in Suicide Squad. So, <laughs> this, By the way, she snaps him out of it by screaming Clark. There's a whole lot of just yelling out people's identities in this movie, and no one gives a fuck. Yeah, that... Oh, speaking of... that, Aquaman mentions Bruce Wayne's identity like eight times in that fishing village. Yeah, meanwhile, like, uh, Flash calls out, he's like, Oh, right, I probably shouldn't call you Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne. And uh, at that point, Batman just doesn't seem to care very much. Uh he is much like Ben Affleck <laughs> cannot be bothered to care. Uh, at this point, I have to admit, this is one of the reasons that I, I bring this up. This is a big, important thing here, where it reminds me very much of Suicide Squad. There were a lot of reshoots oh, in this no. movie. It's subtle, I, so I heard it's really subtle. You have to like look at it carefully, but there's a whole lot of. Oh my god! I'm sitting at like my mom's old uh, desk. I just noticed there's a bookmark in the back, and I'm not kidding about this. It's Sheldon from the <laughs> from that awful show, and he says that's my spot. It's like a bookmark of him. Oh god! Anyway, the the reshoots in this movie were so noticeable, and they were so bad. It was like so 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 awful. Uh, Man, I, I don't know how people could possibly defend it, and it really got to be, like, the most noticeable because I think Batman was wearing a different costume in the reshoots. Like, his suit was noticeably bluer. Anyway, as soon as Superman drops him when they were up in the air, he says, Ugh, something's bleeding. And I was just like, boy, that would be a decent line in maybe Lego Batman. But you're Ben Affleck, Batman. You're Batfleck. It does not work in this at all. None of the jokes work, and you can literally sit there with a piece of paper, scene by scene, one column Whedon, one column Snyder, and just go, oh, slow motion, check mark there, 18 bad jokes, check mark there. It is, and by the way, you want to talk about Batman and reshoots? He has got, he's got a little turkey neck going on. Oh, boy. He did not get back, because they started filming this, like, right after BVS, if you remember. Yeah. Because once that came out and tanked, everyone was like, fuck this, change everything. They were like... We're already like building sets for Justice League. Like we're ready. That's why they couldn't mm-hmm. kick Snyder out. But uh, yeah, I mean, do you remember that scene with Diana setting his arm back into place? Oh yeah. I bet everything that scene's supposed to be shirtless, and he was just like, "Nah, dude," because <laughs> uh, he had a big old strongman pot belly going on. <laughs> I, I, I could tell. On. I could tell. Uh, for what it's worth. Ben Affleck really isn't a bad Batman. And I know that in the last movie, Batman v Superman, everyone kept saying, oh yeah, he's one of the best Batman ever. I was just like, really? There have been some really good Batman in the future. Lest we forget Val Kilmer. So, uh, <laughs> he's he's not bad. And not part, of it, at some part of it is like the, the whole, like, Batman is always kind of going to be a cool character. Besides the 60s one. And I, I just... You know, Ben Affleck does a good enough job. I don't know. That's just the way I feel. I liked him better in BVS. He just seems 
very bored here. Oh, yeah, he definitely is. But it's like, I, I thought he, there was uh, some good action going on, so that was okay. Anyway, oh, I, we did forget to mention this. God help me, Parker. Isn't it just kind of weird seeing Cyborg in the Flash grave digging? What the fuck was that scene? They 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 dug up Clark Kent's uh, body. Oh my god! Like with shovels. They went to fist bump, but it was really awkward. They, and they couldn't. Oh, they did it twice too. It's just it was like. Did you see that they actually fist bump at the end? Because I screamed into my seat. Oh, I didn't see that. I think it was taking a note. Oh or boy! In their big triumphant, all standing together as one team, I, they definitely fist bump. The third in act. Slow motion. The third act. I started uh, furiously scribbling notes, so I could barely have time to look at the movie. Uh, so with their grave digging, oh, I kept thinking, busy like focusing on the unfinished CGI. Yeah, there's that. But uh, it was like. Ooh. Why do you make two of your main characters dig graves? I thought Batman was rich. Why can't he pay someone <laughs> else to do Alfred it? existed. That is an Alfred job. By the way, Jeremy Irons still one of the best parts in the movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, shout out to his voice being what it is. Uh, Large, catty, old, silver fox Alfred. Just so sick of Bruce Wayne. Anyway, Superman's back from the dead, and Amy Adams and Diane Lane cheer him up enough that he's going to be a good guy now. And then Steppenwolf gets the third box. So we move on. <laughs> and Henry Fuck. Cont- <laughs> Oh, I forgot. They're literally talking, and the tube just opens, and he flies up. Uh, like, no, wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, 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 fuck, he got the, the box. The boom tube opens up. And... The boom tube. You don't even, like, he doesn't announce anything. There's just a tube in the sky. They're like, oh, shit, guys, he has all three boxes now. He's going to be all powerful. I, I wrote this in all caps. I wrote, how did he get the last mother box? So I did know what it was called. Hey, but boom. <laughs> it, it was so idiotic. It was off screen, basically. You just see... The boom tube open up, and you don't even see Steppenwolf come down, and he just gets the last mother box and goes away. And Wonder was like, "The last mother box." I was like, "I know." And it's like he has it. I know. Just why did you guys let this happen? Who was watching this? Could she have like Water Guy stay home and watch it or something like that? They were too busy all getting the absolute piss knocked out of them until Superman was stopped by the power of love. Yeah, well. I mean, I'm still movie. getting over Wonder Woman holding a candle for Steve Trevor. Really? A hundred years? You couldn't get over it? They name drop him like three times. Like, I exactly. It's like you're Wonder Woman. You, there's no one else for you at all? Really? Hey, did you guys like that last movie? You remember Steve Trevor? By the way, this movie could use some Steve Trevor. Oh, this movie could use a lot of Chris Pine. I take back everything I said about Don't Bring Him Back because it ruins the entire point of it. Give me more Chris Pine. Gal Gadot just needs another Chris. Maybe, say, a Chris Hemsworth. Or perhaps... What we're trying to say is what one woman needs is a strong man next to her. Or a Chris Field. Or, you know, all sorts of other Chris's out there. will never escape this fucking grave you're in now. (laughs) Anyway. So it gets to... One of the things, you know, I I keep uh, complaining about these hero movies is that they don't seem like heroes, and it becomes more of a hero movie if there are people to save and you can see these people. This is something that the Spider-Man movies, the first two at least, did really well, is that you can see them, not the Amazing Spider-Man movies, is that you can see these people that he's saving. Save those for later. Yeah, and it's like, it, it matters. Same thing with the Dark Knight trilogy is you can see the people that he's saving, he feels like a hero. Uh, whereas in Batman v Superman, they don't feel like heroes. Boy, it's like they took my criticism and did it only barely, 
because uh, there is one family to save. One family oh in Russia. God. That Russian the family. Russian Joss Whedon family. <laughs> Could you be any more fucking transparent? Oh my goodness. Oh, yikes. That was... The third time they cut back to him, I just stared mouth agape like, man, you're just not even fucking trying, huh? Yeah, and you know, here's the thing is I know the nerds who like this movie are going to be like... Russian. They had to be Russian. I don't understand. They had to be foreign, but we couldn't have any any ethnic people in here. So, (laughs) to be fair, uh, Superman does save an entire building of people, but we never see them. We we don't know who they are. They're just, it might as well just be a building. So it, it, it feels like there's, he's not actually saving anyone. It just feels like he's lifting a heavy object. Look, the real Superman would never protect all those communists, first off. That, well, there's that. That is definitely very true. By the way, it's hilarious that this is actually the best Superman we've gotten in like 20 years. Well, actually, I... Well, as opposed to what? I, like, who, who else well, could it possibly I mean, be? By, like, I mean, at least out of all these movies, this is the most he's actually felt like Superman. I like the ones in the... He smiled, for Christ's sake. I, I wrote down Henry Cavill is not Superman, because I don't feel like he is Superman. But I have to admit... Well, he only got to be Superman for about ten minutes. The only Superman for me is the one in the first four movies, although the third and fourth movies were garbage. But, uh, you know, really, I guess I like the the one in the animated series. I thought he had a good voice. but That is a really good voice. Yeah, it was, but like Henry Cavill is just... Oh boy! So he goes to fucking. I mean, is it, is it just too little, too late? Like five movies in, you can't go. Hey, we got Superman right. It only took us five years. Yeah, but like, so he it's, goes. It's to, almost like there's a hundred years of comics just to look. He at goes to Kansas right. to be with his mom. Please tell me about the green screen they used. Holy shit! It's cool that they filmed this $300 million movie on an Instagram filter. Exactly. It looks like you couldn't just go to Bumfuck, Kansas and just film uh, it there. Yes, you used the sunset filter. Cool. This movie's playing all over the world. So I I kind of wanted to, like, at this point, uh, fucking Amy Adams asked him, so what was it like coming back from the dead? He's like, itchy. And I was like, I wanted to leave, but Alex's head was resting on my arm, so I couldn't get up. Uh, and at that point, enough, I think I immediately ordered another double IPA. I would have never known if he'd left halfway through the movie. Because there is nary a twist nor turn in this plot. If you, listener at home, if you have not seen this movie, here's a fun game. Close your eyes. Imagine what a Justice League movie is like. You did it. Yeah. You guessed the movie. They all come together and they win in the end. Yeah, I, I have you to admit, I went to uh, Wikipedia, because I, I want to see the way that they explain it. So they all go to, I guess, war-torn Russia? Which, alright. God, even the first Avengers, which is a Joss Whedon movie, has more plot things. Like, too many. But more than just, hey, we should be a team. I don't know if I trust you. Alright, we're a team. Hey, we won. Yeah, anyway, they, so they're there in Russia, and... Look, mea culpa here. Uh... Remember when I said in Wonder Woman on that episode, which everyone listened to, I'm sure. Yeah, please, please don't. don't. Actually, please yeah, do not go back. Really embarrassed about that. Uh, remember how I said that I didn't really have a problem with the third act of that movie? Hey, buddy, how's it feel now? I get what you're saying. Hey. So, so they all yeah, look like it's this. All crystal clear, the, pretty much. This was a. Uh, this was awful. This, this this third is, act was so hard to sit through. Is like you said, this was unfinished CG. 
nothing looked real. I mean, for the entire movie, honestly. But especially here, nothing looks real. Even the fucking Russian family in the truck is clearly on an unfinished green screen. Oh, like, yeah, there's that too. Nothing is real. Uh, yeah. And, uh, Boy, it was... yeah, I stand by my thesis. This is every single pre-MCU, pre-Iron Man, early 2000s, mid-2000s comic book movie. This is your Fantastic Fours. This is your Ghost Riders. It's shitty dialogue. Awful jokes, terrible CGI, really bad villains. Danny like, Elfman. All you need is, all you really need is like, throw some Breaking Benjamin in there. Or some Evanescence. Like, some Evanescence, some Sum 41, you know, maybe an Offspring song, and you're pretty much right there. Exactly. That You know what, that is a 100% accurate de- uh, description of this. I think that's exactly what it was like. It's Because I was expecting Fantastic Four 2015 with all the reshoot stuff I heard about. I wasn't expecting Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer, but boy howdy, was I surprised. I think is that's basically what they were going for in this one. That's exactly what they got. And, hey, by know. the way, don't ever strive for that. Anyway, so... Note to all movie makers, don't strive for Rise of the Silver Surfer. Yeah, here's the thing, though. The third act is just... How do I describe it? They beat up a bunch of bad guys and then they kill Steppenwolf. And Batman assembles a team, gets them there, and goes, "All right, guys, you go ahead. I'm going to drive up to this big pillar." Yeah, it, I mean, okay, that happens, but like, boy, Aquaman <laughs> is the worst part of all of it because there's no water around. Not a goddamn drop fish, not a whale, not a shark, not a dolphin, not a goddamn bead of sweat so he's what he prince of atlantis hits. or something like that he's basically a water god right so i guess that explains why Pretty he's much. able to just be a badass and use that trident and fight people but it's so not cool it is so very just, not cool remember how the like, avengers their action scenes are pretty good like they do the avengers thing where you get all the little alien things so all your ground level people can fight them Batman does not do anything this movie. He does less in this scene than fucking Black Widow or Hawkeye did. Like, I thought he was supposed to be the leader, and he doesn't even do that He well. drives around playing that siren, and then they rip his car apart, and then he gets saved. That's what he does. So how did they kill Steppenwolf again? Oh, yeah, they. so they were beating him up so bad that he was afraid, and then the parademons... No, 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 no. They weren't beating him up. They were getting the shit beat out of them for about 15 minutes. Superman punched him twice and then also ripped the mother boxes apart, which was Cyborg's only job. Oh, I didn't even know that it, was a thing. Yeah. I think it was writing something. <laughs> You're fine. Superman came and did everything, negating the entire previous 90 minutes of the movie because all he needed was Superman because he beat him by himself. Mm-hmm. And then he was scared and then the parademons ate him. By the way, so their thing is, is like, if they sense fear, they chase after it, right? Right. So Batman's a distraction. <laughs> but the Flash was clearly scared the entire movie and has super speed. Yeah. Uh, God damn it, this isn't difficult. They've been writing these stories for a fucking half century. Look, we're getting... Just copy a good one. We're getting to the point where people are thinking a little too hard about this. They're like, oh, there's all these inconsistencies and stuff like that. But you gotta get the easy ones. Like you know, you, God damn it! How hard is it? I apparently it is really difficult. All right, for so I'll, I'll lure him. The man without fear, the guy who hasn't felt like human emotions since his parents were shot when he was like seven. No, I'll lure them with the radio on my Batmobile. Oh, 
You guys go fight. You guys go fight the boss without me. So I'm gonna go kite these dudes. Anyway, they they kill Steppenwolf. Uh, who? Oh well, there'll be Dark Seed, Dark Side, Dark. Uh, there might be a Dark Side in the movie. Probably not with this cast, though. Yeah. Anyway, oh, hopefully not. Uh, boy, howdy! They they kill him and. They're all standing together and everything, and this got to I think my my least favorite part of the movie. That's it. That they just kind of it just kind of uh, ends after that. Uh, now I will get to the Amy Adams monologue. That is important. But oh I, I have, whenever people have asked me, oh, what'd you think? I've described this as one of the most heartless, soulless, worthless movies I have ever seen. And there's a lot to talk about here. So give me a second. We got Batman still feels guilty about uh, his parents and is kind of a loner in some sort of ways. And, in a deleted scene, felt guilty about A, killing Superman, and B, uh, killing all those people in Batman v Superman. And they just decided they cut that out. Meanwhile, you have Wonder Woman, still feels guilty about Steve Trevor. You have Aquaman, who uh, is a loner and feels very upset about his place in the world because he was abandoned by his mother. You have The Flash, who is very awkward and saw his mother get killed and uh, has a, is vocal about the fact that he has difficulty relating to other people. And you have Cyborg, who is very much alone in his sort of prison. All these Yo, people... Yo, by the way, I skimmed that deleted scene thing. Did it say that Cyborg crashed the car with his mom in it? And that deleted scene. I think I think that was one of the ones. So there's a bit of guilt in there they too. They just don't mention that he's responsible for his mom being dead. Yeah. So meanwhile, Jesus Christ. Meanwhile, they, so again, so you look at all the people I I listed here. Good thing they didn't have the Green Lantern in here. He wouldn't have fit. These people all have deep seated psychological issues about being alone and not being able to be with other people. And at the end of the movie, you know. They've all come together and they've defeated this guy. You know how they say in movies, uh, show don't tell? It should be show or tell. Do, do one of them, because the movie never addresses this. There's never a scene where, I, okay, I'm going to do a stupid voice here. Uh, Aqua is like, and now I know I can trust other people. And Batman's like, and now I know I can have friends. And uh, War was like, and now I no longer want to fuck Steve Traveler. It's like, uh, come on. And, and, and Cyborg's like, and now I feel comfortable in my body. It's Do something. Say something. And now I have to admit, like Justice League Defenders, and I know there are a lot of you out there who will say, well, it's good. You could just tell from the movie that they did it. You don't need it explained <laughs> to you. You know, I, a little something would be fine. And you don't have to do it with words. You could just show it. Like, uh, remember in Mad Max Fury Road, at the at the very end of the movie, like, when he says his name to uh, Furiosa, and, and you could just tell at that moment so much just from saying, Max, my name is Max. That, that was such a big moment just because of what they had been through. Or, like, the ending shot where he's walking away through the crowd. Boy, that says so much about so many decades of film right there. So so much about our our, our human interaction. Just, just that. And Justice League has none of it. This movie doesn't have any heart. This movie doesn't have a soul. This is just a big, flashy cartoon. Why wasn't this animated? The only reason this wasn't animated is because Gal Gadot looks better than any drawn woman. You could just have Ben Affleck voice the character. It'd be fine. Uh, you, you could just have 
whoever the hell did what Ezra Miller you said, just have him voice yeah. the Flash. I don't care. It, 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 this whole thing could have just been animated, and it would have been what a mid-tier animated Justice League oh, movie. Man. I don't know. It's funny you say that, champ, because there's a movie called Justice League War that's maybe eighty minutes long, that does the entire assembly of the Justice League to fight Darkseid. And I know just as much about all the characters being introduced then as I do here. I get more cyborg there, actually. <laughs> In an 80-minute animated movie. That's pretty middling. It's kind of bad. Is Speedy in it? Speedy is the, like, the dumbest name for a uh, superhero I've heard since Wonder Dog. Do you know what this reminded me a lot, though, of? Of being soulless? So you remember Brian Singer probable hollywood bad dude yeah Probably let's look yeah. shit. made x-men one and two mm-hmm. and it was time to wrap up his trilogy we decided i want to go do these other shitty movies i think he went to do superman returns which <laughs> yikes and who did they bring in to f- finish this up on like short notice and wrap up this trilogy uh, i don't remember brett ratner oh, if i fucking told you that brett ratner did these hollywood reshoots would you even blink once if I told you that he finished this uh, movie and not Joss Whedon? Wait, like, honestly, wait, wait. it feels that soulless. I, I mean, it does feel soulless, and I have to admit, first of all, uh, a stern wag of the finger to Brett Ratner. But, Fuck that dude forever. Uh, so, were, uh, were uh, uh, Gal Gadot's comments that she wouldn't do Wonder Woman 2 if Brett Ratner was involved, I, I guess that came after he did the reshoots? He didn't actually reshoot the movie. Oh. I thought he did. This is a hypothetical. My oh, friend. actually, dude, it was so believable. I mean, the fa- you, I mean that proves me. my point. You did get me on that one. Okay, fine. That proves my point entirely. Well, okay, like... for the people at home who actually give a shit about this, sorry that I got confused. Anyway, like I said... Like, you look at this movie, it doesn't even have, like... I don't like Zack Snyder's style. It doesn't even have that. Like, I'd be happy to have... What, like 300? was in BBS. Minus the speed like, ramping, I guess. Literally anything. Like, this is... The most X Men Apocalypse ass movie I've seen. Oh, all you year. are not. That wrong. is a movie I saw once. <laughs> I will never think about again. <laughs> you say that you just you just get reminded of it here when Gotham Sirens comes out. You're going to be referencing it again. Uh, like I said, this is well, like a very very heartless soulless movie and indeed a bad movie. Now <clears throat> another point here: the whole movie leading up to that scene feels like kind of like angsty teen drama. For, for much oh, of these characters. They seem very immature, don't they? Like, uh, you reference uh, Fantastic Four 2, which uh, <laughs> which is also how tall KD3 is. Uh, but, uh... <laughs> anyway. Uh, Keep that one. <laughs> sorry, guys. Some inside baseball there. But, uh, he doesn't even listen, does he? <laughs> I don't care. I had to do it. Uh, but, for... I remember uh, he's invisible to everyone remember <laughs> remember Fantastic Four 1 no not the Roger Corman one uh, remember how the they all one. felt and acted really young you're just like boy that oh, guy yeah. has gray hair but he acts like he's 12 and the, everyone in there sweet delicious young Chris Evans yeah they were they were making the whole thing like oh by the way potential Gal Gadot uh, future Chris I'm just saying uh, mm. but anyway Sign me up. Yeah. Well, hey, I'm, I, it's like that Gambit movie. I don't want to see it, but uh, boy, oh, that accent's gonna be rough, isn't it? You give me some Channing Tatum in there. Mm. Mm-hmm. But uh, remember how they and all acted like angsty teens? Well, they're doing the same yeah. thing in this. This is one of the reasons why it feels like that early two thousand superhero movie with Danny Elfman doing the soundtrack. But what if our heroes had attitudes? <laughs> 
yeah. Uh, they make they twice they make that joke about so you talk to fish. It is just like you get it. Yeah. Huh. You dress up like a bat. I dig it. I mean Oh, that was Chris such a Evans line. does a bunch of extreme sports as a human torch, right? Yeah. I remember. All Batman does in this movie is crash vehicles. Oh, it's the same fucking thing. I have to admit, yeah. What was that crawler thing? Rem- remember how in that Justice... Not in the Justice, sorry. In, the, in that Fantastic Four movie, they kept making uh, Jessica Alba strip. And oh, that was just yikes. so awkward to watch. You're just like, oh, don't do that. Well, that's how it kind of felt with Gal Gadot, looking like a streetwalker when she went to go see Cyborg. <laughs> Except for that last scene where she was dressed like a fucking Star Wars character. Oh, wait, do you mean the the scene where she was dusting off that statue? What oh, was no, she the scene where wearing? She comes, she comes like, ah, oh, yes, a table in the middle of the room. <laughs> By the way, do you want me to give unequivocal proof that this movie is trash? Please do. We've been recording for an hour and 20 minutes. You've not said J.K. Simmons' name once. I was going to. That's how wasted he is. I was is. going to, but I was like, I didn't so really know angry. what to say, but it did lead to one of the worst scenes in the movie, which is also one of the worst scenes in the trailer. So they meet with him. First of all, as soon as I saw it, I was just like, is that J. Jonah Jameson as uh, Jim Gordon? I was just like, well, if you're going to steal someone, you steal someone good. I Go for it, you know? Jump on that one with both feet. Let's see how it goes. And uh, he's in the movie for less than a minute. So he got so ripped just to wear that trench coat, and lo and fucking behold, <laughs> nice mustache though. But uh, so mm. they're all up on the rooftop talking to him. This is like midway through the movie, folks, and uh, he looks away, and they're all gone except for the Flash. And boy, the awkward hearing. Oh, so they just disappear, huh? Oh, that's rude. That he just disappears. Guys, that uh. wouldn't even work in a in a cartoon. All right, there's just they have no sense of timing in this. Anyway. I, I've, I've called this movie heartless, soulless, uh, unwatchable, and worthless. Now, a, a small defense here. Zack Snyder, and I can tell this, and I really do mean it seriously, Zack Snyder had the best intentions here. And I don't just mean that in the same way that, like, Brett Ratner or, or whomever was making a movie where their best intention was, I want to make something that'll make a lot of money. I'm going to get this movie done, and I'm going to come in on time and under budget. Yeah, Zach, yeah, Zack Snyder had the best intentions in that I think he does genuinely care about these characters. I think he does genuinely care about the subject material. I think he tried his best, and I think that he worked really hard on it, and I think that he sucks at making movies. I, I'm sorry. I know this is his passion. I know he works really hard at it, but... I, he's hey, just Kevin Smith likes making movies too, but he sucks at that. Yeah, I mean, you know what? Sorry. To this point, Zack Snyder has one good movie, 300, and a lot of people hate it. I think that's a great movie. Uh, so you pick 300 over Dawn of the Dead, huh? Yes, Is that yes, what we're yes, doing? Yes. God fucking damn it. Cool. Well, well, good news. We won't agree on everything anymore. Because <laughs> we're about to fucking fight. Yeah, I could have the 300 such a good movie. But anyway, yeah, like incorrect. again, he cares about the subject material. He he thinks that this stuff is cool, well, and he wants to put it out there. Uh, disagree on the subject material. Well, because hey, now we uh, we ruined the death of Superman. Let's just waste the return of Superman. Well, okay, but like no one else can do that I think one now. He thinks so that he dick. can do a better job of it. Shout well, out to the confidence, even though it's miss. sorely misplaced. Um, he's not even like depowered and like has to face like. I'm not who I used to be, but I still have to like be the beacon of hope. He just two shots the bad guy, and then it's over. Yeah. Well, they do nothing. Why kill him in the first place? Good question. So, 
We gotta talk about God, this. We gotta. I still have so much to talk. Well, about. I I don't know how much I have left to talk about, but I I'm gonna go to IMDb. I'm gonna tell you what. Go ahead and talk about something. I'm gonna go to the quote page because I want the full quote. Go for it. Talk about whatever you want. Well, I can tell you one thing, in that this made me realize. I take a lot of MCU movies for granted now. Like when I see Doctor Strange, I think that was fine. I mean, I don't know how often I'll ever watch this again, but it was fine. And then when you see things like this in Suicide Squad, you're like, you know what? There are a lot of moving parts that go into making a movie fine. <laughs> Just because Spider-Man Homecoming is it's pretty decent. It has a good villain. It's, it's fine. You just kind of take it for granted and don't think about it again. Boy, oh boy, did I not know how good I had it. Boy, you know, I'm in the quote page looking for the Amy Adams quote. I gotta admit, Bruce Wayne had a point bringing up Steve Trevor. Because Diane Prince says... He was right. She, Diane Prince says, you should move on from mourning for your parents. He's like, you're one to talk. You ran away for a hundred years because your boyfriend died. He's he right. the Holocaust happen because some dude you knew for a weekend fucking murked himself in a plane. Okay, I bet. I'm on Bruce Wayne. It's Wayne's like I side. always said, women are useless without men. Now, you soy boys need to listen to me. Okay, I'll tell you what. I'll just control F for Lois Lane. Here we go. There's that. I have some questions for you, actually. So, Steppenwolf attacks because Superman's dead, right? Uh, yeah. I Wait. What about the thousands wait. of years before Superman landed there? Uh, oh, I didn't even consider that. <laughs> uh, but here's a better one. So, Steppenwolf, I guess in this, uh, hang on. Maybe, maybe, wait, maybe we're both wrong. Did Steppenwolf really attack because Superman was gone? Because there's no Kryptonians. It was like a trailer line. There's no Kryptonians there. There aren't any Green Lanterns on Earth or anything. Atlanteans are all stuck under sea. Amazonians are stuck on their shitty little island. So that's but why Steppenwolf like, came back. But 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 uh, if that was the case, I thought. Okay, yeah, it had to be because that's because there's more fear in the world now. Oh my God, that's what they were going oh, for, dude. Jesus. There was there's more fear in the world. Swing and a miss. Those, those Palestinian bodega owners. That's that's the reason that the parademons... Way to go. First you come to our country, you take our jobs, and then you bring parademons. That... You know what? Build the wall. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm over it. Uh, I think that is exactly what they were going for. Now, here's my question. You talked oh about the thousands God. of years before uh, Superman came. Here's the thing. So he knows about Superman, right? He understands about Kryptonians, right? Yeah. Why didn't he bring any kryptonite? Um... Well, so in the comments, <laughs> don't know. Hey, you don't even listen. <laughs> it's just so weird because, like, DC's whole thing was like they've announced, like, you can look on our site. There's just movie after movie after movie with no stars, no script, just a director. Like, hey, I might make this. And the thing was like, well, we're gonna see how Justice League shakes out before we make any plans in stone. I remember the first time I wrote that page, it was Justice League Part 1 and Justice League Part 2. There ain't a Part 2 coming any fucking time soon. <laughs> because, spoilers, Chris, this movie didn't break $100 million in the U.S. It's only been out for a few days, though. Maybe, you know... If we opening get... week... Thor 3 made more. This is the lowest opening weekend for all five of these fucking movies. I, I mean, I gotta ask, whom would have seen Thor 3 being a bigger moneymaker than this? Because you look at the first two Thor movies, and yeah, exactly. they were big. But they're But by that point, you're kind of... I think people have kind of realized, it's like, yeah, the Thor movies really weren't really very good. But then you see Thor 3, and it 
boy, apparently it just knocks it out of the park. People really want but to see not Jeff Goldblum. Word of mouth. I'm talking just opening weekend, not like Wonder Woman where it just kept making money forever. Which is good. This was the only one to not break a hundred million. <sighs> and, and everyone like, keeps bad mouthing it too. I mean, the reviews are probably by the good. way. Don't forget, costs three hundred million because of the reshoots. <sighs> don't you? At some point, you kind of feel bad for Warner Brothers, but at some point, you just stop. Nope. Uh, you know, because they don't deserve our like, pity. Quit fucking making every single one of these movies like, oh, that might pay off down the line for a movie that might not ever fucking happen. You mentioned Dark Side once in passing. You didn't even catch it in the movie. I only caught it because I have super autism. But there is something that we need to say about the dark. You see, oh, yes. according yes. to Lois Lane, a professional writer for the Daily Planet, God, fuck yes. she says, and I wrote this down verbatim, I'm so ready. Darkness is not the absence of light. It is the <laughs> conviction that the light will never return. That's where I stopped writing oh, because she's wrong. That's not what darkness is. That's <laughs> that is not the definition of darkness. It has Pulitzer Prize winner Lois Lane. And beyond it being just wrong, it's about the dumbest thing I've ever heard said. The dark, the that's the, the absence of that the darkness will never return. Are you trying oh to God. tell me that if I lose someone special in my life, like the world lost Superman, that I should just wait for them to come back? Are you shitting me? Are you trying to do this to me? Are you trying to do this to the Flash who lost his mother? Are you trying to do this to Cyborg who lost his mother? To, to Wonder Woman who lost Steve Trevor? To Batman who lost uh, his parents? To Superman who lost his father? Really? <laughs> Go get Kevin Costner out of that tornado and use the mother box to bring him back. Oh man, they could do that. Holly Hunter still encased but... in hot molten piss. <laughs> thrown into the Kryptonian goo and brought back to life. Oh my goodness gracious. You're not off scot-free yet, Superman. This trial's still going. El Diablo back for Suicide Squad 2 because <laughs> of the mother boxes. Hell yeah, bitch. Uh, it's, it's those mother boxes are just... So All those people whom souls Katana has stolen, <laughs> but not in the movie. The sword steals souls. <laughs> you don't want to get cut by a sword. Cool. So she goes on, she says, there are heroes among us not to make us feel smaller but to remind us but to remind us of what makes us great uh so we could tell Zack snyder voted for donald trump right because <laughs> that is the most like one of the uh one of the main complaints that a lot of people have about superhero movies is that people seem to think that they have a sort of conservative bent to it uh one of the big you ones think yeah one of the big ones these weird fascist dudes just deciding like Nah, actually, I'm going to decide what's okay. See, and also, I don't operate within the law. See, the, the unfortunate effect is that it makes uh, a character who a lot of people would decide would be evil in any other series is one of my favorites in The Watchmen. I, I have to admit, my favorite character is Rorschach. Uh, I just think he's the best part uh, of that movie. Antifa leader. <laughs> but meanwhile, it's like... All these jackbooted thugs and gods. It's actually, it's actually a line from The Incredibles that makes it me think about it. Uh, it's what he says... Uh, if everyone is special, then no one will be. And uh, I was like, yeah, I guess I kind of like it, but that, boy, that sure is an anti-socialist message, isn't it? Uh, and this movie, I guess that they're trying to do this, like, superheroes don't make us feel smaller. They just remind us, it's like, this is greatness. We can aspire to this. We can aspire to Wonder Woman having a lasso of truth or I don't know. Oh, boy. They really try. They were like, okay, we'll use the lasso of truth. They she uses it what, three times, I guess, in the movie. 
And it's kind of like a minor thing, I have to admit. It's like the movie couldn't really figure out a way for her to use that on Steppenwolf. It's almost like they didn't know what to do with Steppenwolf, so they just had Superman punch him. And also, I haven't said a lot of good things. Shout out to Superman using his breath to free something. I'm here Uh, for it. Yeah, you know what? I'm here for it, everybody. Okay, I'll admit that's a good one. I completely forgot about that. You know, like I almost forgot about uh, the one time I almost laughed was... uh, uh, was it Flash trips? How how does he trip? All right, he he runs and like everything's in slow motion. Which time? Because he look. He's apparently never run before in his life. And he can't stop. He trips and he falls onto Wonder Woman, and he's laying on top of her. Which, first of all, gotta be the the reason that kid is so happy to be in this movie, <laughs> and that he immediately gets up off of her, uh, and, and it's like, and he looks around awkwardly. I was like, oh, that's that's kind of funny, you know? I'd, I'd probably do the same thing. And then it cuts to Wonder Woman making an awkward smile. Then it cuts to him making an awkward smile. It's just like, okay, we get the joke already. It's like... Just in case you, you guys in the back didn't get it. He's... Yeah. Uh, it looked like they might do sex stuff. <laughs> you guys got it. Oh, speaking it. of sex stuff... Uh, curls are curls. You noticed that he was watching Rick and Morty in his little teenage lair. How could I not? Because I, I was focusing on the K-pop the entire time. I was just like... Well, and I looked that over. Is very on brand for both of us. I looked over at Alex. Pickle I was Chris. just like, "Hey, check it out!" Oh, he's still asleep. So, <laughs> I know you're a big fan of Szechuan sauce. I'm gonna call you Pickle yeah, Chris until you quit this off. podcast. <laughs> so, I have to admit, it's turn myself into a disgruntled audience member. I know. I, I'm I'm looking at this and I'm saying this is not art. This movie is not art. People say, "Oh, oh, I had fun with it." Good for you. It is okay to have fun with it. It is okay to like this movie. It is okay to like movies in general. But there is no way that you can convince me that you would have liked this movie if you were not already a fan. The only people who liked this movie who I had fun with it were people who are already fans going in, who are predisposed to enjoy this sort of nonsense. People who are like, yeah, I want to see Wonder Woman and Batman and Robin and, or, never mind, all team up. And <laughs> they just, I, I, it's, you are looking to have fun. And there's nothing wrong with that. I, I, I hey, That's what I I'm wanted. jealous. I'm jealous. I wish I, I could do that. But I can't. I had to come in with a neutral sort of attitude. And goodness gracious, it, it was so not worth it. It, it, I, I'm embarrassed that I spent all this money on it. I'm happy I, I paid money for some pretty good beer and a really good pretzel, I gotta tell you. And it went to supporting a brand that I love, but goodness, I, it, this was this was really, really bad. You know, it, here's how bad it was. You know how one of my favorite things, uh, one of the reasons I always go to watch my movies at Elma Draft House is they have the no talking during the movie thing beforehand. Like, they use a clip from another movie and they're like, don't talk during the movie or this will happen to you. They used uh, that scene from Batman and Robin where Arnold Schwarzenegger is watching that video and some guy talks to <laughs> it and he freezes that guy. He's like, I hate when people talk during the movie. And it's like, that was, they paid, they made a bunch of ice puns about it. I was like, that's great. That's funny. It's lighthearted. It's like, yeah, it's a bad movie, but I'm having, I'm having fun with it. And it's, they, there is a lot to talk about and how like there's some intelligence as to what's going on. It's like, it's kind of based more off the sixties, Batman, et cetera, and stuff. I'd rather watch that than this. Oh, absolutely, man! It, it, I mean, like, like it's it's worth repeating. I did not care about Marvel as a kid outside of Spider Man, just because of that cartoon. Well, that's the thing is, like, the like, cartoons do matter. You didn't have a Captain America cartoon growing up. 
I didn't give a fuck about Iron Man. Exactly. I don't. I didn't care about Ant Man. I didn't know who Ant Man was until Paul Rudd was casted. Like I was DC. I watched the Batman cartoon. I watched Superman. I watched Justice League. I watched Justice League Unlimited. I watched the animated movies they put out. There's a shitload of them. I fucking love DC. I have waited my whole life for this movie, and I could not have been more apathetic going in. And I could not care less coming out of now, it. Now, i got to ask you a question. This is a brief one. I don't even know if you remember this. I'll be impressed if you do. Uh, what was up with the flowers at the end of the movie? Fucking what? <laughs> I have no idea. I also do not know what those were. The weird like CGI tentacle things coming out of the ground crushing buildings and stuff. Oh. Wasn't that what happened in Guardians 2? You know... Wasn't that what Ego was doing Look, speaking of Guardians... Look, I, I, okay. Oh, I, you mean a movie with characters? Look, I understand a lot of people in like in long term thinking didn't really like Guardians two as much as I did, but fuck, okay, ignore that then. Think about the first Guardians. Remember when I was complaining about how heartless and soulless this movie is, and there's none of the characters like getting over their own insecurities and psychological issues. Boy, that's what the Guardians movies do so well. That that scene in Guardians two where uh, uh, that one chick who can feel things is sitting next to uh, Batista and she's just sobbing as she holds his arm and boy what a powerful scene right? Could you imagine if James Gunn made this movie? First of all there would be like color which would be cool. Yeah, that that would be nice. I love that Alex's explanation for falling asleep was just because DC movies are so goddamn dark and gray it's so easy to fall asleep. Boy, he went to sleep like that and he was asleep for more than an hour of the movie and he i think he only woke up when it got to its loudest part during that climax oh my god i forgot to mention so i was in the loud theater right right? every fight scene nothing but just the sound of swords scraping against metal and screeching ass bug monsters i had such a fucking headache by the end of it uh anyway the movie does eventually end and they're just like and now we're friends and they didn't even do that it would have been better if they had done that it was like because they go their separate ways i thought they were it should be like a council of justice friends oh my god i thought i thought they were gonna end it with a we should form a league (laughs) but what should we call ourselves the league of extraordinary gentlemen that just cuts off so oh man future episode anyway Anyway. (laughs) my dad loves that movie (laughs) oh special guest star your dad i'm gonna ask him about kneeling for the pledge i'm gonna trick you Anyway, I'm from the south. I can say ignorant shit. Uh, events move quickly, and the movie ends, and it goes to the <laughs> events move very unquickly. Actually, well, this movie didn't it's feel strong. two hours long, and indeed it wasn't. Yeah, that was like my friends. Like, what'd you think? I'm like, well, it was only two hours, and it didn't feel like three. So that puts it above three of these other. <laughs> so movies. as soon as the movie ends, there was this gaggle of girls who were just cackling the whole movie behind us, and I I thought they would wake up Alex because they laughed at every single joke. I thought they were paid to be there i because some of those jokes just weren't funny even the pet cemetery one that you laughed at but like look like, you know what i didn't say i was proud look, of it they 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 laughed at everything and at the end of the movie they clapped and by this point alex was awake <laughs> for it and he looked at me and when he saw the look in my face he did that laugh that he does that's really loud and i was just like <laughs> oh my god anyway then at the the credits stop it's like oh a mid-credit scene uh, Superman and Flash uh, decide to race. Look, I didn't like it, but it was a cute enough positive note to send it out on. 
Uh, but anyway, then the, the, they start playing the and awful. Wait, wait a second. Then. But th- that actually it gets worse because it cuts to the awful uh, song of uh, what was it? What's that cover of uh, "Come, Come together. together"? And, and Alex Get yells loudly, "What is this?" It's just like it's <laughs> well, this is the Beatles, don't you know? And I heard these scattered Americlaps in the theater, and I just kept <laughs> glaring at people. And the look on my face must have set him off because he was laughing even harder. And uh, so we were talking about <laughs> he like feeds off your misery. He, these uh these poor girls were sitting next to us and they just they seemed like they were really trying genuinely hard to enjoy the movie and he was just like oh that was a waste of time and uh i was just like yeah i'm kind of jealous of you it's like did you see how asleep i was i was like how could i have missed it <laughs> i kept looking over at you like oh can we leave and it's just like no because a uh, little bouncing baby boy's asleep and uh so it gets to the end credit scene that you told me to sit through Oh, uh, my God, a, dude. I didn't know it was coming. There was a creepy, there was a creepy ball guy in place of Lex Luthor there. I was like, so Lex Luthor got old. I guess a lot of time passed. I was like, no, he's actually on a boat somewhere. For a split second, I was like, do you think they did it? And it's, we're doing Lex Luthor's dad and we're getting the real Lex? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Jesse, who wants this? Who wants Jesse Eisenberg back in this fucking series well you know i was just sitting here for the resurrection of god and i decided oh that god. i'd bring along a new friend and meet deadpool slash on solo i what was his name can you tell me who he was oh my friend we had a new story about a deathstroke solo movie coming shortly from our friend who made the raid but you may know deathstroke by his name slade from your favorite oh, show teen titans is that seriously who it is friend you better believe Couldn't they it. just have, like... I hope they have Ron Perlman overdub that guy's voice. Well, I remember for the longest time, there was rumor, like, is he in Justice League? Because there was onset shit, and that Womp Womp got cut mm-hmm. out. And then for the longest time, it's been that he's going to be the villain in the Batman solo movie. But who knows what the fuck that movie even is, or who's going to be Batman in it. <laughs> so uh, I really do hope Affle- uh, Ben Affleck just leaves. Uh, so he's now another on the list of 15 movies, like... Hey, this character's gonna have a movie with this director. Maybe. We'll see. So we have Darkseed slash Darkseid and Deathstroke. And who came up with this? A seventh grade uh, boy? Uh, Rob Liefeld, I think. So pretty much. He might as well have. How angry do you think Rob Liefeld was to see that Wonder Woman wasn't played by a porn star? <laughs> Should have big fucking tits. Fucking stupid. <laughs> Um, it's overall like I, I stand by this it is a heartless soulless movie it's okay to like it but I'm and I'm not judging you if you like it there, there are good people who like this movie I just don't know who they are no I mean it's like, I, I just think that if you did like it you went into it with bias and I'm not saying my hands are clean here I went into it with bias too I knew I probably wasn't going to like it people i'm not exaggerating when i say my friend and i saw this when the first credits first started rolling we're like that was pretty bad but when fucking jesse eisberg appeared we left the theater so angry <laughs> like any goodwill we had whatsoever was completely gone for the fucking franchise as a whole just burn it down i god and what was with Deathstroke's weird, shitty gray facial hair didn't even look real. They can't even make goatees look real. Oh my god. I hate this company. I hate my you, life. Wait, cause... wait, you hate DC? Yes, I do now. Well, I mean, wait, you, so you hate Batman? 
I don't want to see a Batman movie for another fucking decade. Well, that's too bad because our movies next week are Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Let the sound take you away.